Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now, here she is in five, four, three, two, one. I was so excited to know that it was time to listen in and talk with Eric Morris. He's so down to earth and like has the epitome of Southern hospitality. So let me tell ya. Hey everybody, I'm here with Brandy J's of What's We Reckon with season three. I'm here with the great Eric James Morris. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Brandy. How you doing? I am doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. We're in the uh, beautiful, rainy weather of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah, it's raining again? It is raining. That's all it does here. Every day. <laughs> raining, rains, rain. So we get one day of sunshine, and we get 10 days of rain. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I guess the, in San Diego, I'm always like, oh, we're going to step it was supposed to rain like this past weekend and it looked like it was going to storm. I was like a little excited, you know, when we really <laughs> did it. And it didn't do, uh, you know, all that was. So I was like, that's it. So, yeah, that's what Steve says. It never, it's always 70 and sunny in San Diego. Yep. Take Christmas tree to the beach. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I know my son's dying for it to snow. He wants it to snow here so bad. And then I listen to other people. And then I'm like, son, just be grateful for what you have. Some people are like stuck in the snow. Yeah, no, no snow, man. That's, uh, just go visit in the mountains and come back. That's the right. thing. We don't get <laughs> snow here. It's very, very rare. You know, we didn't get any. Well, I'll tell you that we got a little bit one time. It lasted about half a day. We had about an inch on the ground. And that was it. But we don't normally get snow in the mountains. It's rare. But the kids enjoyed it, though. Yeah, they got out and played. It was uh, kind of crazy, you know, trying to make the most out of one inch of snow. You really just make a mess more than anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just imagine. <laughs> well, man, man. Okay, so uh, what has so what's been going on? Are you working on any um, projects? Uh, right now, I. Um, course i'm still you know audition i went to an in-person audition today for a show called the uh saints and sinners it's a show here in atlanta i was going on season five that was nice uh that casting director this year in atlanta and his name is george pierre i uh i auditioned for him a good bit uh nice guy but this is kind of ironic that today i went in and saw him in person so uh but uh we have a film project coming up um mm-hmm. This weekend, would they have a uh, 72-hour horror film fest thing? It's a competition. A, a director buddy of mine decided to put together something. It's called uh, I think it's called Incub- Incubus or something like this. I don't remember the name. It's it's uh, got a cool story plot, and I play the uh, the guy that's kind of uh, locked. I'm, I'm I'm in the insane asylum, and I'm being taunted by some demon girl that's giving me a hard time in the middle of the night, if you know what I mean. And then the, the prison war, they think I'm just crazy and I'm actually trapped. It's one of those kind of uh, horror things. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Shooting it's going to be kind of crazy. So uh, 
I'm excited about it. You know, even it's just something kind of on the wayside. I like doing, I like doing some horror stuff, you know, so it's, and, um, and I know these guys, I've worked with them before and some other stuff. So it's, it's cool, but that's the only thing I have, uh, pinned down. I got something coming up this summer. It's an episodic that we're doing. Um, and, um, we're supposed to, I come in on, uh, epi- I come in on episode three and I'm there for the rest of the season. I'm the head of the, the head of the bad guys. I run a bunch of, bunch of crooked dudes, man. We just, we tear stuff up, if you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. I don't really have anything pinned down. You know, this business is so flaky. It just comes and goes. It's always last minute. Yeah. I mean, I never know. I mean, they, they may call me back tomorrow and ask me to be on set this weekend. So I mean, I, who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, you said you're a man of many talents because I actually I seen some of uh, the thing you uh, made. The, um, what do you call that thing you made for your house? Oh, the mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Well, um, <laughs> appreciate it, man. I've been remodeling my house, and you know, we just got tired of not having a mantle, and I was like, all right. I guess we'll just have to figure one out. And so I, I uh, did watch a couple of YouTube videos and saw some people that was making stuff out of that looked like, you know, like a big giant piece of barn wood. And uh, so I decided to, to give it a go. And I, um, it's actually made out of one by materials, one by eight and a, and one by tens. And, um, you know, I got a table saw. I just kind of, got creative, you know, cut it down to size and glued it and started sanding on it to make it look all weathered and then beat it up with a bunch of tools, you know, and then stains yeah. it. And it turned out 10 times better than I ever thought it would. So uh, that's a good way to save money. It, didn't cost, it cost me maybe $35 in material. So a lot cheaper wow. than what it would have cost to have bought, you know, a big chunk of wood like that. That's actually a solid piece. Yeah, that's awesome. Go go get her attitude. Just go do it yourself. You find out, hey, could have been probably built my own house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been in construction um, my whole life, really, and um, acting something just you know, just came something I like to do. But but um, I actually have built a house before my own house I used to live in, and this house that I'm working on, where I put this mantle in, it's been a complete remodel. And it's still ongoing. I just, I'm so busy with business and acting and, yeah, you know, we just kind of fit in with what I can, to, when I can. So uh, that mantle was one little small step for mankind. I do enjoy it. Yeah, I, I actually love building stuff. I mean, I, it's, it's my passion. But, you know, when you're so busy, you don't have time. It's the passion's not there. It's just uh, it's just frustrating because you don't have the time. Yeah, totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I, I had that talent. I mean, I have others. I like paint and like I like build small like little uh, like models and stuff. But if I could build, because like, people might not know or they don't think it, they think I'm probably like girly and stuff because you know I look girly. But I, I don't mind getting dirty. So I would totally <laughs> would, that would just be so amazing if I could like build my own so I built this little house that maybe I'll, I'll shoot you some pictures of it and I did detail that I had the stairs I did the door I put carpet in it I just like I really oh went all out and I was like man if I could like really do this in real life yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go. I mean, 
start off small, build you a little, uh, like a tool shed or something, you know? And, sure. you know, just, you know, just give me an idea. Just add it to my bucket list. See, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, Eric, what do you do for your free time? Well, what would you like to do? It's like we know you like to build, but like, do you have anything else that you do that you don't get to do? All like that you would like to do more that you have been, you know? I'm um, I like you know, I like to. I'm a physically active kind of guy. I, I uh, I'm into riding bikes, bicycles. I do a uh, road bikes, and uh, I try to get out and ride. We have a crew, guys will meet up, and um, I have a trainer. You know, I get on the. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the commercials for Zwift and all that. I do all yeah. that stuff. I ride, and um, that's pretty much my only escape. You know, really, right now. I mean, that's that's. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's just a way to kind of release you know I, I like to yeah. you know of course go walk i used to do a lot of hiking but we kind of got out of that i have a dog that uh, greyhound that will walk and he loves to go walking and uh but just don't do a lot of that i just really i've gotten into riding pretty heavy and uh, I, I plan to start trying to do some amateur racing this year if i can stop yeah. getting injured all the time. i hurt my calf I strained it oh, yeah. just gonna heal and so it's frustrating um but yeah, that's, that's that's my passion. Besides acting and building stuff and yeah. making, making stuff. That's for sure. yeah. well, that's mm -hmm. pretty cool. You know, pretty active, fit, and everything. So it's like you're you're a you always have something. Like I was told the other day that I was always doing something, and like and I'm, I always I feel like I need to be productive, but not in a way where it's like so just sit down already. You know, it's kind of like that's what I do. You know what I mean? It's like I just do stuff. So if I'm at home, I might decide I want to build. Like the teacher I work with, she's like, "Where do you find the time to do this stuff?" Like I was like, "I don't get it." I mean, I don't. I thought everybody just did stuff, <laughs> built stuff, or just did stuff they wanted to do. I was like, "What are you doing when you're at home besides grading papers?" <laughs> you know, I decided to build a house, a little miniature house. I don't know. Well, that's cool. That's so, you know, it's all about you know wanting to. Some people just don't want to do anything else, you know. They just want to just vegetate, and uh, that's a bad habit, in my opinion. It's always yeah. good to stay moving, stay busy mentally and physically if you can, and uh, you know, because you, yeah, just it's just better, you know. You don't want to be one of them guys that looks back, you know, twenty years from now, thinking, "I sure wish I'd have done that." Right. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, so just gotta, just gotta make it happen. We were just talking about this last night, actually, uh, and you know, it's kind of ironic we're talking about it again today. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was telling my friend the other day. I said it's 2020. I said I have a bucket list, and I'm, I'm living. I'm gonna, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Just turn. I'm not saying 42. I forgot if I was 41 or 42. That's so sad. <laughs> I chuck my son again. <laughs> he always tells me how old I am. <laughs> Get the calculator out. Crack. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I'm my age. I'm 45 years old. I'm like, man, where did the time go? It's no, right? It's flying by. I mean, it really is. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's sad. I'm sure you know, we all heard our mom or dad say that or something when we were kids, but. 
Now that I'm living it, I'm like, dang, I'm telling the truth, man. Right? <laughs> I can still remember when I turned like 18, and you know, 18 is big, you know, like, and then I, and I, all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Our kids enjoy being a kid. <laughs> downhill slope, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. that's what I was talking yep. about this last night. I have a, my sister's a little older than me, and uh, we were just talking about it. We've got maybe 20 good years left, you know, maybe. I mean, that's uh, kind of scary when you look at it like that. But 20 years is a long time, but it, it's going to go by faster, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, as, as long as it is, it, it just goes by like blink, in the blink of an eye. Yep, that's right. So, you got to get it in. Yeah. I tell people live it, and it's but it's true though. I'm like live like this is your your only life you're ever gonna have. They're like what? I, know, I said I know, right? <laughs> people live like they're gonna trade it in for a new one or something. Like, <laughs> you know, but we'll try it on the next round. It's all good. <laughs> I know, right? Like you think we get a shot at this? <laughs> oh, oh that's nice. funny. Yeah, but you know, life can get you down. So, I mean, I get it. Some people just get stuck. And, like yeah, I want to hang it up, you know. But man, yeah, just play the cards you've been dealt, man. Yes, it's just uh, not you know. I know a lot of, everybody has a different you know frame of you know thinking and stuff. I guess you know where mine uh, comes. You know, I, I would worry about like use, you know, because their theirs is not ours is already already not that great. You know, so then we have younger people that look to us and they're just way off, you know, the map because, you know, they got hormones and everything and they take things so, so hard and so serious that it's mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah, my yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't, uh, yeah. you can't get stuck yeah. like that. There's no way to live, you know. Well, when you're young, it's, 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 uh, well, we, we know, you know, you're young. It's, yeah. You, know, you learn less shit go as you get older, it seems like. <laughs> That's <laughs> just what it is. <laughs> I think they're yeah, not as important. <laughs> Some things, you know. If you you discover what's most important, I guess I should say, is the order you get it. Yeah, sure. I know. I tell the big difference for me then and now. And just, right. I, I just know, like, with the kids these days, I'm just like, you know, I can't even expect much, you know, because you you wouldn't you want you wouldn't have a, they wouldn't have a clue because they have to experience, you know. Some stuff first. And there's nothing we could ever do to make to be on that. You know, you teach them education wise and all that, mm-hmm. but you can never make them be, be on a level with that their minds or you know their age. You know what I mean? Before. Yeah. Well, you see it the first time you're a teacher, but uh, you know, plus the kids, especially the younger, well, all the younger generation is different from say you know us forty plusers because yeah. uh, it's just different. You know, they've had a whole life of, you know, they grew up with the internet, cell phones, you know, video games. Yeah, um, they have not a clue what's going on around them. <laughs> it's so sad. It's all kind of, uh, it's fake, it's fake happiness, online happiness, you know, they exactly. think important. And really living isolated and not really, you know, interacting with people as much as they should do. Yeah. It's, yep. so it's, it's crazy that you say this because uh, I did a, a live uh, Facebook the other day and it actually was that night that uh, I texted the last before the show that we um, actually uh, texted and I just got out of it but I brought that up to uh, on the show about you know generations and um, 
there was an officer, he was an actor and um, an officer for like, he was in the, you know, in the field for over like 37 years. We made a very important, uh, he basically explained to me how the police force, the younger generation, and then his generation, how, say for instance, there are a lot of kids that are, they stay home and play video games and all that. They don't do much, they don't get in trouble or anything. So the parent kind of just like, okay, you know, you know, he's good. He doesn't get any trouble. So nothing's wrong with him. He does his work and he just likes to play video games, right? You know, yeah. but not really thinking, oh, he's not getting that very needed and healthy, uh, you know, getting, uh, what I'm looking for, you just said it a minute ago. <laughs> Interacting with other people and socializing yeah. and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. adapting, maybe even getting to a little uh, confrontations and dealing with, you know what I mean? Dealing with exactly. yeah. Reality. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you miss out on all that when you're just, you know, arguing with somebody online, or if you, you know, yeah, you're, you're, totally you different. Know, it's, it's different, mm-hmm. you know, and so I don't know. Yeah. I heard. Let me ask you this: Do they still teach kids how to write in cursive in, in school? That's funny you say that. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> like, I didn't know they did until like uh, actually the end of last school year, and then I saw somebody else this year. And she was asking me, well, how do you write this? And how do you write that? And I'm not sure if the teacher was really, like, just to explore, like, showing them. Or actually, I don't think it's part of the curriculum because I haven't seen anybody else, like, doing it. But then I saw, like, some paper in the printer room, like, maybe a month back. That was it. Mm-hmm. But I don't see, and I've been in, like, I, you know, I'm from kinder, usually, to third grade. And around that time, you usually do a cursive, and I haven't seen seen it. I know my son was a little bit when he was, because he used to go to the school I worked at, but I don't know. I think it's more of an option now. You can't even do it. I don't know. I learned the I was wondering. I heard, I heard that, and I figured yeah, you would too for saying I just think that's kind of, that's, I mean, I get it. Probably nobody's writing, you know, paper you know handwritten stuff as much as they used to but seems kind of sad just to toss it you know yeah i love handwriting everything like i got so many like books and journals any reason to write i'd rather write it so i'm not that great at uh typing and if and then after a while i'm just like oh i just write it down so but i, I kind of stopped with person on my own I, I like to print like i think i print pretty well <laughs> so i just like just don't even do cursive unless i'm signing a signature that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> I'm gonna check that out again tomorrow though. I'm like, hmm, is that part of the curriculum anymore? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about uh let me ask you this, this is about that that crazy uh that flu that's going on or the uh the COVID oh, yeah. the coronavirus. What, um, yeah, coronavirus, that's it. They, now, I heard they had a, a couple of people out there in California that's had it. They've had a couple here in Georgia that have been found to have it. So, yeah, that's crazy. Are they, are they like uh, the kids in school? Do they like, are, since you're a teacher, are they like uh, trying to make you aware and to see if a kid's sick or something? I mean, is there any kind of a special protocol or anything that you guys are doing? It's funny that you say that too, right now at this very moment, because. <laughs> Prior to this, I would have said no, right? But then I got home and I checked a, a te- uh, uh, some information and, and then it said, let the parents know we'll be passing out information. 
uh, soon. And so I guess that we are, I don't know of any, but I guess that we are, but I, I, <clears throat> I don't know of any, but I started thinking about it today because this little boy, and I don't know what the symptoms and the signs are, but I just looked over and I saw him. <laughs> it's not funny, but I saw, <laughs> I saw him over at the sink with, a, with some soap and he was just going at it with his arms. You know oh, what I mean? wow. he's, he's that type of kid. You know, he's, a, he's an autistic. And he's like, you know, like very, uh, he has, I've noticed he has some o- OCD ways, kind of. But he's over there, and I kind of checked on him. So I, I work with him closely. And I said, but I kind of stepped back a little bit. I was just like, I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just itching. And I was like, okay. So I kind of spun him around a little bit. And I asked him, I said, does this happen often? And, but I, I went a lot, and I've never seen him do that. So, you know. Yeah, maybe his, maybe his parents told him make sure he washes his hands or he's something like that. So yeah, yeah. you know, like you never know. It's, I just find it odd to be, to be completely honest because you know I, I try not to watch a lot of news because that that'll get me going. You know, I'm very like sensitive <laughs> to things. I'll take on somebody else's pain and then I think it's gonna happen to me. But uh, things I've been told. You know, I'm that. I'm always gonna be that person. I'll probably be that person. The teacher's like, "Oh my god, tell her to shut up." <laughs> I've got questions. You know what I mean? I'm like, "Well, how did he jump from her to her?" And wouldn't all these other people be in danger too? The way that they're saying it spread, like the girl in UC. I'm like, "Well, who got past her? Or who'd she get past? And she's the only one in this area right here." It's just, I just found that I had questions. I just, and I wanted to know how long did they know about it. <laughs> It's, uh, it's kind of scary. It's pretty bad, but uh, hopefully they get it sorted. Get something. Yeah. Nothing, man. I, I don't know. My, my friend pointed out to me, he's like, um, if you look on the back of the aerosol cans, it says something uh, prevents or helps with coronavirus. I never even noticed that until he showed it to me. I'll be. Wow. Yeah. He said, yep, on the back, of it, it's supposed to kill. The influential, whatever they, I, that's, I just, I have questions, you know, and I think I don't know if everybody should, but I know I do because mm-hmm. I just want to know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just see through some stuff. You know, I feel, I feel like it should. It got over here because I, I thought when you left the country that it's what shouldn't been that easy for you to. When you go places like that, you, it takes time for you to get back, right? Or you have to get checked or so you don't bring yeah. it back. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I kind of dropped the ball on. Yeah, that's what I said. That's kind of crazy. The length of time that it takes, they say it's like anywhere from a couple of weeks to even a few weeks for somebody to, um, you know, that could have it and not even know it or whatever. It's just, it's kind of scary, but I don't know. Hopefully it will can itself out sometimes they say that those viruses will they'll just evolve and they yeah. could become worse but they can also get get nicer yeah <laughs> or not so yeah. bad you know or not so catastrophic especially the older people because it was those yeah. two folks there in seattle or more than that i think four five, it was a few of them up here that actually died yeah so, they like four or five i read today yeah, yeah it's crazy yeah I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, get it sorted out. But uh, yeah. I mean, usually they do, right? Isn't it just kind of like the whole uh, when we had uh, the anthrax and there was something after, after that? Does this usually kind of happen and it kind of just dies out? We don't hear about anything else again. So the, the yeah, next one. Yeah, I saw a buddy of mine. He, he, I forget that he had like a little meme or he or a list that it 
posted out every crazy epidemic or whatever that is since like the year 2000 or something, you know? And yeah, I heard a lot of those I've forgotten all about. Like Y2K, you know, uh, uh, there was a couple of illnesses that went around that I'd forgotten all about that were supposed to be catastrophic. And this one seems to be pretty contagious, but I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I think, uh, get it sorted some of it might just be a lot of hype too scaring people there's money in that too you know so yeah that's why I said I have questions (laughs) hype it up on purpose you know and so it's kind of crazy and uh, the things people do my son was like they wouldn't do that mom I told you coronavirus came from animals you're just like so upset I said (laughs) like I get it you want to believe the world is great and and rainbows and stuff I just said hey I don't know where, where it came from really and how it got here he's like well why would they want to hurt their own I said son you have some seasoning to do just don't be naive <laughs> oh, yeah. keep your mind open you just never know it's it's crazy crazy world man I tell you but uh, sure. yeah hopefully we'll stay healthy just take some vitamins <laughs> I don't know what's to right. wash your hands. Just keep your hands clean. <laughs> that's, <the laughs> that, that's what you got to do. And I know a lot of people are wearing the mask and stuff. So I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm not mad at them. Gotta stay safe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, before I let you go. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you'll come back again when you, you know, the more stuff or after you do the, um, you know, the projects that are coming up and let us know how that went. Um, yeah, that's I want to ask you, uh, you said you do horror, you like horror and um, from time to time, is there anything that you haven't done? Have you ever done any, like, have you done anything very serious or like, have you done any like romance, like anything that you haven't done before that you consider or that you won't do? Um, I've never done romance. And not that I would not. I just, it just hasn't ever happened. I don't think I, you know, I'm not sellable or casual as a guy. I think I'm more, um, I think casting sees me different. You know, I just don't see me as the, as the love story kind of guy. You know, I mean, I've I've, I've played stuff where I've had a wife, Mm -hmm. you know, just goofy stuff like that, but not a, not a, not a romantic, you know, nothing if it was and, awful, uh, would, you, would you do it if it came your way you know it depends on there's some certain factors I mean yeah I, I would but I, I wouldn't yeah there's got to be some a good a good script obviously a good story um uh, yeah and then um hopefully you know working with some good people that produce good stuff because yeah, that that really matters yeah, I've, I've done a lot of stuff where, I, I mean, I don't even want to, I don't even, it never even happened in my mind. I don't use it. I don't have it. I don't promote it. It just turned out terrible. It's no good. Um, some stuff is good, you know, that I have, that I do share with the world, but uh, there's stuff out there. It's just, you know, there's a lot of, when you're, when you're not an A-lister, <laughs> you know, you have to, you uh, you work with sometimes different production crews and different people that you're not familiar with. And um, you just have to take the chances sometimes. But yeah. to do a romantic, that's going to involve, you know, a lot of love scenes and stuff like that. Really getting deep yeah. in your emotions and, 
you know, I'd, I would, I'd want to make sure that that's safe for the right, the right scenario, the, the right recipe, I should say, you know? Yeah. And I prefer that's to do cool. Yeah. My thing is, um, you know, obviously horror. I, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, I love horror. You know, I'm kind of, people can see me as being that guy sometimes just because of my look. And then also, you know, like, I like doing comedy. I did I like being goofy comedy, like stupid. I mean, just like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I enjoy that more than anything. So, but I don't yeah. see a lot of that either, but I see it every now and then. Yeah. Okay. I like that. You know, I just the aspect how you came, where, where you came from with it, because, you know, like, I don't ever know until I ask and it's like, I don't like how people make choices I like even right now as being a, uh, in the podcasting I'm finding myself having to stop and make you know what I mean decisions on if I want to do something or not and then it's never yeah. personal yeah. like I think about myself kind of like like kind of how you just said right now it would have to be I don't know it's just kind of weird that I, I that I was found myself taken back that way kind of like so wait a minute do I want to should I do you know and so I, so when you put it that way because I see a lot of different movies and, you know and great actors you know what I mean that do like things you, you'd be like wow they really that's some acting <laughs> you know what I mean but you know it's like it comes from a place like within I guess too to be to be able to pull, to do that it's not just it's more than acting I guess you have to really take that from a place inside yeah you know also you a lot of your actors that you would know, some of your name actors, when you come across a movie or something that you've never even heard of, you know, that they're in, and you watch it, and you're like, man, damn, he, they did a terrible, that was a ter- terrible performance, you know? And sometimes the common viewer doesn't see it as a whole. You know, there's a lot of things that make an epic movie right down to the sound, you know, uh, and angles, of course, the story, and then uh, well well written scripts, all that stuff really matters. And you know, when you have a really good film project, it's not just because you had an awesome actor. An awesome actor can take you so far. It's got to be the whole thing. You know, it's, yeah. if something's missing. There's something missing. And your average person in the audience, they're, they're not able to point out what's missing all the time. They just think, wow, you know, man, Tom Cruise, he just did a didn't, that wasn't his best performance, you know, just whoever, you know, it's, um, so, and I, and I look for stuff as an actor, I look for stuff a lot of times that I've never seen, especially with the name talent that I know or recognize, whatever. Yeah. And, and I like to kind of pick it up. I watch it, pick it apart. Why, why, why was this project not, you know, why, why was it so unpopular? Why, why have I never heard of this? You know, just stuff like that. And I'll figure yeah. out why I watch it. I enjoy doing that, that kind of stuff. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So I was learning something today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess, you know, choose your, I mean, as, as a B-list actor or even C, whatever you want to call it, where I'm at, it's just, um, you can't be too choosy, but I'm at a position, you know, where I am a little more choosy than some others because uh, I've done a lot of stuff. And I'll, you know, like, yeah, and you should be, you know, because that's like you represent yourself, and that's, you know, that's. Yeah, I mean. I'm just not quick to get in any project. I just, I don't, I want to be in, in good stuff, even if it's yeah, low budget, no budget, it doesn't matter. Uh, I want it to be good, and um.
Hi, I'm Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. And if you didn't know already, Anchor is definitely the place that you want to go to record a podcast. No minimum listenership. It's free, guys. I mean, they give you these creation tools that are so easy to use to put together an amazing show like mine, a voice to be reckoned with. And I'm on season three. Okay, you can distribute your podcast to places like Google Cast, Spotify, so much more. And did I already say minimum listenership? I mean, you can record and people can find you in your audio library and listen to you whenever they want, wherever they want. You can record on your phone, in your car, in your bathroom, in your room. It doesn't matter. Your voice can be heard. Your voice can be a voice to be reckoned with. Also, so please go now. Go to Google Play or anchor.fm. Please, don't miss out. Go now. Join Anchor. So sometimes you'll see things and flags right off the bat is you know like this is not gonna be good i found this was my thing right here it was more me more natural for me this was like you know yeah. just to like, kind of like get to know it's like it's more of a Trying to use the right word. I don't say intimate. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> you know, like a more comfortable, like a level, you know. Mm-hmm. I think people, your listeners, I think listeners in general, I know myself when I, if I'm listening to an interview with somebody, I don't want to hear the, the, the fire and away question answers. I'd rather hear, you know, something about this person that's either personal or that, uh, just, yeah. that you wouldn't know. I mean, it makes it interesting. Exactly. That's exactly it. See, there you go. That's why I do it. Yeah. And the listener can also look, you know, because they see, okay, this is an actor, and I see them in this, this, and that. But then, then they also can connect, you know what I mean, with you too, because they're hearing you just be a normal person, you know, yeah, just having yeah. just talking. So I like doing that too, so they can connect, also connect with, um, you know, yeah. the, the guests. Definitely. Yeah. Hey everybody, you're listening to Brandy J's A Voice to Be Reckoned With. And if you're listening to my show, then I hope that you're a supporter of Stopping the Pain, No More to Bullying, and Making a Change. There's kids, there are youth that are committing suicide due to this awful behavior that has gotten worse and worse over the years and really been undertold. Please help, help these youth know that there's other choices and there's another way please help stop the pain a voice to be reckoned with brandy j thank you the project recently um it starred uh todd bridges from remember remember todd bridges different strokes remember that yeah. show yeah okay yeah well, so bad I didn't even know he was starring in the movie. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't meet him. I, I wasn't in a scene with him, but um, it actually was uh, based on a true story, a sad true story. And I forget the young man's name, but it was involved a uh, racial, racist it, I, Mississippi. Um, 
I forget there was a young a young kid that that you got Emmett that's it mm-hmm. yep Emmett Till and so it was a story about Emmett Till and of course I played the guy that was accused of killing Emmett Till that was quite obvious you know that he was guilty but he actually was, was, was let off but I, me and uh, and his that guy that killed Emmett Till his I guess I think brother-in-law so it was me and him another guy were we were basically in the movie were the bad guys you know I'm, we beat Emmett Till up and beat him to death and then kill him and laugh about it so it's not a huge part but it's kind of nice to play such a strong evil lines of evil character I don't like that but I mean it is what it is to tell the story yeah. and it's actually has Todd Bridges Todd Bridges was one of the starring in it's the I think he's the head of turn or he says something to do with uh, uh, that but I found out second hand that he was starring in the movie I didn't even know that and it's doing well it's getting a lot of attention because two things that, number one the story is it's very sad number two is uh, there's a I think the FBI is reopening that case uh, because yeah. of the, the they found out that the guy's wife had lied about the whole thing where Emmett, she said something like Emmett Till said hey you want to date or something he said something to her it doesn't matter what he said it doesn't justify what happened but I mean yeah, she's kind of funny she's lying. so they're reopening the case now even though they're I don't even think none of them's even alive but still you know so it's a lot a lot of that story is happening in the in the in the news so uh, so I guess it's what's going on I hadn't yeah. seen it uh, I shot it I thought it was going to be a super low budget student project I didn't even, I didn't know it was what it was I was just I was asked if I would play that guy and I did I just and went over and shot it to I'm gonna just one one evening this thing I know I'm seeing on Instagram starring Todd Bridges I'm like wow and I'm in the trailer so <laughs> you know as an actor sometimes you don't even know I mean I seriously I don't even know these things but that's definitely a highlight of my because my, I grew up watching Todd Bridges you know mm-hmm. like a lot of us did yeah. watching different shows it's one of my favorite shows awesome. so what's uh, the dad's name um, uh, he's, he's one with like his uh, <laughs> brother was like what, what you talking about Willis Payne oh uh, yeah but little uh <laughs> Damn, what was his name? Uh, Arnold, wasn't it? Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Arnold. That's it. I forget his real <laughs> name, but uh, yeah, little Arnold. Sure enough. Yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Uh, I don't know if you wow, were that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, yeah. it gets a lot of traction. It's nice to have that story told. Cause yeah. Bad, but uh, and I hate to be the, the, the bad guy on that one, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, hey, at least you delivered the story. Came, you know what I mean. And if you're gonna be the evil, the bad guy, at least it was something that that was it, it's something that really happened. It's history. And exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. Is so is it out right? So I could like find it. Well, you know, maybe uh, I'll try to find some some information on it. Um, the director, we're not even friends on Facebook. I mean. the other actor that I worked with knows me and he sent it to me uh, through Instagram and that's how I saw the trailer and I tried to share it on Facebook it didn't it got zero traction because I shared it from Instagram and and it just only like a handful of people liked it but I I have to uh, 
look on Facebook. Maybe I can send it to you directly. What I shared on Facebook on my page, and then click on the link. You'll be able to see who that director is. I have to find out more about it. I don't know, but I just know that I'm in the trailer, and so is Todd Bridges. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. Yeah, can we post that? Definitely want to. That's a movie I do want to see. Yes, I'd like to see it myself. I mean, um, the the trailer's pretty pretty riveting. It's pretty good. So uh, I'll send it to you, and uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. And maybe next time I'm on, hopefully we'll catch more traction. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Have some more, like you know, get like interaction with people, get people talking. You know, people need to talk more. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like I don't know what these days. Like, what are people scared of? You know, we don't need definitely. We're not trying to let Donald do it for us. So therefore, myself, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I don't. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> well, we definitely got to, you know, it's 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 good to talk, and um, yeah, sure. yeah, it's just it is uh, lacking in the world. There's no doubt about that. But uh, everybody's uncomfortable stuff, but because it's this internet and this phone stuff, you know, it's just like we're getting too ex- too comfortable, and it's like, dude, put that down and use what I gave. Yep, yeah. that's exactly right. Nobody's got time to do that nowadays. Just. But all right, we'll still talk to you, Brandon. Yes, anytime. Well, uh, always welcome. Well, thank you. Hopefully, next time we talk, uh, I'll have more information about that movie because that'd be a good one to to talk about for sure. Yes, open dialogue and everything. Much needed. Maybe we can do something. I'm trying to do something that if I can strike up somebody's emotions, if I piss you off, maybe cry, mad, whatever it is, if I get you to feel something, then I feel like I've arrived. I've done my my job because um, <laughs> people need to feel something about something, you know? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. That's right.